It took the end of the world for me to see my reflection. Bought my Ethernet cord and then established connection. Inside of your eyes is where I finally found my light. Cause this is friends with internet. Friends with internet. We're friends with internet. Cause this is friends with internet. That was fantastic. I lost video again partway through, but that was fantastic. And honestly, both both parts were, were really helpful. Um, when you're talking about the soulmate thing, that is helpful. And I think, I think deep down something I already knew. Um, you know, sorting out the details can be complicated, but that is helpful. I'm going to process it more before I really comment on it. Um, and yeah, so that's pretty much exactly what I think, except for I had never, ever, 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 ever thought about what if they were reversed. And I think that is a fantastically interesting thought. I am very excited to scare people away by telling them, <laughs> that, hey, what if this? Because like I love, especially with like theological stuff, because I was raised in the church, as you know, um, especially with theological stuff, like I love to just like throw these things around. So I've said before, like, hey, why are we so hard on the devil? And, you know, people had thoughts and stuff like that. And it's always nice. Like I love, I love just like asking a question and letting people flow, right? Which is why I liked podcasts. And I think that you're the same way. Um, so I just love doing that. I also love to talk though. <laughs> but uh, so, excuse me. Um, yeah, that is such an interesting thought. Oh, shit. That's probably you. I'm guessing that's you. Maybe not. It was you. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so like I said, uh, that's so good. That's so good. I, uh, fuck, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big believer in, uh, in just like giving the grace and giving the space and, and looking at it from a more balanced point of view and like, why and and you made such a good point and I guess it's from the show so I probably will check that out um when the office is off I'll probably like oh fuck I have to find something else to watch so I'll probably try that although like I don't know how dark it gets but like I try to be very very careful what I let into my sanctuary um <clears throat> but the uh when you said you know we blame him for our bad choices like that's so true and like like we like to separate you know the parts of us you know, the parts of our mind that are, that are dark and, and from the light ones. And like, no, those are unassociated. Those are somehow not my fault or whatever. And I mean, really none of it's our fault. Right. So I don't know why that is the tendency, but it's very interesting indeed. Because like, yeah, like I said, over the last month or couple of weeks, I've just been like, maybe the devil's not so bad. And I know how it sounds, <laughs> but like people get pissed off. Well, not pissed off, but people get annoyed with me when like, something happens and like something terrible happens and I'm like well maybe we should consider that they're human too who's absolutely capable of making mistakes and you know most bad things are born of trauma or biology or both and then people like people get frustrated at my lack of or I guess I don't know like to me it feels like compassion but I know that people get frustrated with like do you not care about anything and they, they, they think it's apathy and it's like but it's not apathy it's if I am capable of doing quote unquote evil things, and I know that I am, I mean, I know that I am, you know, I, um, I've had the intrusive thoughts. I've had, you know, just all the different factors that prove unequivocally to me that I am capable of terrible things. Then if I know that, even if I don't like to admit it, who the fuck am I to judge someone for having those impulses and not having the tools to properly address them, you know, or who people who like, you know, I mean, especially when it comes to like someone who actually gains something from it, right? Like someone who steals, for example, right? Because that's, I think, the easiest linear way to see it. So someone who steals or manipulates um, into getting what they want, that kind of thing. When you look at that, you know, that's not usually motivated by a dislike of the other person or wanting to hurt the other person. It's, it's a motivated by a preservation of self, even when it's like kleptomania, and the people aren't stealing for a purpose, like, you know, like, would you steal bread to feed your family? Even when it's, it's like less cut and dry than that, or more cut and dry, depending on who you talk to. Um, even in 
those types of situations, you know, they're, they're feeding a need. It's a coping mechanism that they clearly don't understand. And like, even the people that I've known, and I've known some like, you know, uh, narcissists in my day, Machiavellian types, very, very manipulative and cause a lot of pain. Even them, it's, it's the result of a paradigm shift or a different paradigm that I don't even have access to. So who the fuck am I to judge how someone behaves out of that paradigm? If I don't know how to access that paradigm, and I know that there's been problems that come along the way from me being the way that I am with the over, you know, before I understood boundaries and developing boundaries, the whole over forgiving, over grace, over explaining things, you know, led to a lot of codependence. You know, I was in abusive relationships, like it was just as problematic in different ways. And to pretend like, oh, well, that really only affected you. Fuck that. That affected everybody in my life. My friends lost their friends. My mom lost her relationship with her daughter for that period of time. You know, everybody had to watch me be in pain. So to pretend like it only affected me is a fucking joke, you know, to pretend like it's somehow morally better for me to have been in the other extreme. That's 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 nonsense. It is fucking nonsense, you know, because if we're going to consider ourselves and our, our actions, then we have to consider the ones that we don't actively choose as well. And so just because someone actively chose to do something that hurt someone, well, I actively chose to stay in a fucking relationship where I lost my strength and all of that stuff. You know, I lost my, and, and, and you know what? The world was deprived. The world was deprived of my energy and my joy and my kindness and just all of that because I didn't take care of myself. So morally speaking, that is equally bad in my opinion. You know, I don't know. Whew, I'm getting all fired up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, so to me, like, I just, I think ethics are a real thing, but morality is not at all what it seems. It's so much more complicated, you know, and everyone wants to paint it with a black and white, with a black and white. I don't know why it's just skip H's all the fucking time and C's. I'm like respect or, or respect. I'll like skip random letters. I don't know why. I just get so into things. Um, but yeah, and, and it's always in the, whatever those diphthongs are called, but they're actually for um, consonant sounds. It's it's not a diphthong because that's vowels, but yeah, it's always like in those con combination co consonant sounds. Um, but anyways, yeah, like I said, it's, uh, and is TH even a different, you know what? It's a whole different conversation. My point is that the more I go along, the more I see that it's like, we apply morale. That's one of the reasons I hate should so much. We apply morality to fucking everything. And not always does should have moral implications, but most of the time, it, I mean, it, it always, well, with very few exceptions where it's used, you know, like I should be there by 10, you know, um, it's used to Im compare reality to some hypothetical ideal that doesn't exist in our reality, right? So that's why I don't like should is because it's it's unnecessarily comparative, but it also so often has like a moral thing attached to it. So like she should have known better. And so she's morally, you know, not thinking, or I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it just, pfft. yeah. So the more I look around, the more I see how much arbitrary stuff. And then like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to add some rules back in, but basically the only principles I've got left really are try not to hurt other people and emphasis on try, you know, do what I can with the tools that I have. Be kind to myself because it enables me to be kind to other people. Um, you know, like, so like, take care of number one first. But you know, I mean, even when the days that I'm not feeling it, I can always go, yeah, but that's how you take care of other people. So you know, you can't pour out of an empty cup. That whole shebang really helps on the days where I don't feel self motivated. Um, and then everything that I do needs to lead back to connection and creativity and, and love, of course, which kind of embodies both of those. Um, and I feel like there should be more, <laughs> but I don't have any more rules than that. Except for like, you know, little things like, okay, I put out on Thursday, I put out, <laughs> I put episodes out on th Thursday or Monday. Um, or, you know, and I want it out by 9 p.m. But even that, like, you know, when I was when I was hanging out with you and uh, Derek, I put the episode out late and I, I said to myself, you know what, the rule is not more like that rule will never be more important than connection and creativity. And I wanted to connect with you in that way. And I wanted to enjoy your creativity. So, you know, um, I don't know where I was going with this, but I agree so much, so much with everything you said, except for the things that I need to process 
but I'll probably end up agreeing with them um, just because that seems to be the way it is with you. I'm definitely not as agreeable with most people. I'm very good at asserting thoughts and boundaries, which I guess you would have heard on the pod with uh, Sean. Definitely not usually disagreeable. You just, I feel like, I feel like you have my brain. It's so weird. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to eat and, oh, oh, before I go. So I have been doing some thinking, so I have no, um, no episode or no book, no interviews booked the week after next. So I think I told you that I think I'm going to take a week off, but yeah, I'm going to go try and get the mastication juicer. And as I'm saying this, I realized that I've already said all of this to you and it feels like brand new information, but it's not. Um, but yeah, and I was talking to my therapist this morning and he said, well, what if you did a day where you tried to find as many different ways to meditate as you could? Um, you know, cause we're talking about the smoking thing and all that. And by the way, he agrees with you. Um, so I thought that was cool, but, um, you know, so like, you know, there's all these different forms of meditation and like, you know, maybe I do half an hour of like the sitting traditional ohm meditation, but I can do, you know, like meditation through cleaning, meditation through this and like, just like write it down and just how many different ways I can meditate and which ones, you know, I find a lot of value in, which ones I found myself like, you know, trying to make work and stuff like that. So that, you know, going forward, if I need to meditate, I have all of these different options that I know work for me. And I can just pick whichever one I feel like instead of having to, because I mean, the really, the only two ways that I ever really do it is I walking um, in the forest and then sitting and doing the whole, you know, not ohm, but you know what I mean. Um, and I'd like to find, and I guess cleaning too, because I do love to clean. Um, but yeah, so anyways, yes, that is my rambly response. Oh, hell yeah. That's right. Hell yeah. Not heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 oh, hey, Kara, uh, I'll sit down on my usual spot in front of the window to work a chat with you for a, for a few moments, it's a lovely day, it's, uh, it's cloudy, but the sun is poking through the clouds, the dark clouds, and I don't know. I like gloomy days. I like gloomy days. Uh, your uh, everything you said definitely made a hundred percent sense. Um, definitely full on sanity. Um, I, I hear everything you're saying, and I want to maybe I don't know share a story, talk about a story, similar story, similar story. I don't know. Well, I'm just gonna relate. <laughs> Uh, what was it? So, I quit smoking for maybe like three years at this point, right? Not not right now, but at the point that I'm speaking from. Um, or maybe a couple of years. Who knows? And and then I went on my little trip to, to the UK, which was, as, as I mentioned before, incredibly <clears throat> vibrant very energetic quite uh super high right and i was experiencing some of these more ethereal energies that you're speaking of and it got to the point like quite literally please listen to this um it's like you know when i go to sleep and again i, I didn't need that much sleep but you know i was still sleeping in my dreams i was it was so lucid and I'd be, I'd have like numbers flash, literally numbers flash in my dreams. So that, uh, until I like memorize them in my dreams and then I'd be able to wake up and then like write them down. <laughs> and like, and I had just almost maybe like premonitions even in a, in a weird way. Not, not like directly. It's like, oh, I can see the future, but they're just very loaded dreams very energetic again can't explain it um and it would, it would get me to the point of that yeah like 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 that shortness of breath that it's, it's almost like a, a heaviness it's like you just been plummeted into the bottom of the ocean and you're just like oh shit this ain't kansas anymore um so it's very heavy 
And whilst I was traveling and all these emotions were taking place, um, one of the connections I made is, you know, people would ask me for like a lighter. Uh, while I was walking around, I was like, oh, you know, that this just even having a lighter is a chance for me to connect with you know, some random individuals and share, you know, a piece of love that they can feel as just, you know, a lighter or even just a moment spent together. So I bought a lighter at that time and I started just like, you know, people came up to me. He's like, hey, you got a lighter? I was like, yeah, I do. And then they eventually was like, hey, you want to share the smoke or do you want to you smoke yourself? I was like, you know, if you're offering, you're offering with love. Who am I, no, who am I to say no to your love? So then, you know, I'd, I'd use that as, as just that pure expression of, of interconnectedness between us and just, you know, just share that moment that I would otherwise bypass because I'm not a smoker anymore and you know again I just I felt just beautiful connections taking place between the two of us or just whoever was in my path and it was it was magical right um until and then this kind of continued and it was fine it was very pure in nature until later on maybe a couple of weeks into it I, I realized the same mentality the smoker mentality that um, it was that was I was now using what was just you know a gift of love to once again to become like a habit because it, it's very it's very easy to to slip on through right and but once once I got to that point I was already in Russia where I was just smoking and just kind of thinking and then again, feeling these deep feelings like waking up, um, uh, just just feeling. It was again just 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 the bottom of of the ocean, you know, spiritually speaking, right? Just all of these truths that I was feeling at that time, all of, like how reality wasn't even reality, right? That that we kind of dumb it down, numb it down, in order to be able to face it when in reality it is much more interconnected and much more uh, something it's it's much it's much weirder um and uh i remember that yeah when i was smoking the smoking became a pacifier you know again just that grounding thing that can bring you here but it was just there to kind of ease the, the 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 mind and ease its um crawling call it maybe even just it because it is fear at the end of the day it's that it, it it's not a normal fear it's it's a deeper fear of just like of, of facing something so much greater than yourself that it's i mean it's you're not used to it you you haven't it, it's it, earth shattering right so yeah, that was the moment I remember I was standing in the in, in the dacha with, uh, you know, everybody's still sleeping. And I'm just sitting there just kind of smoking a cigarette and just looking to the sky. And that's when it came to me. It's like, oh, this is this is the pacifier. The cigarette is the pacifier to just kind of bring me back down into, you know, calmness, which is fine. Right. If if that's if, if that's what you, if you're doing it consciously and you're saying, all right, I don't want to feel these feelings. These feelings are too much for me. I'm trying to run away these feelings, and this this is how I can pacify myself, right? But if you are trying to live a free life without attachments and, and depend on, on exterior things to live your own life, then you are kind of um, selling yourself short, right, for, for taking the, the easy pill or whatever it is. <laughs> um, but no, everything you're saying is, 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 is 100% spot on i felt that way many times sometimes again just kind of wake up from a dead sleep and just it's not even about the dream but there's just this tremor in your heart that just can't be soothed and you know that's when i turned to personally that's when i turned to my art and that's when i turned to expression you know last time it happened i just kind of took my little phone and did a little digital drawing you know just again just kind of find yourself find that center focus it uh focus it intently and through the expressions you know and that's that's how music came out of me you know just that deep-seated almost fear of unknowingness or whatever it was that pain that depth that heaviness 
and music allowed me to kind of get it out and you know now it's just everything that I can do is is a possible tool to do that you know you can get deep into a deep focus with your expression that will allow you to express it and, and find that uh, ground find that calm space that will allow you to just move forward at least um, so yeah everything you're saying is spot-on and I appreciate you sharing it with me and it's it's it is an honor it definitely is um, uh, and I appreciate you saying that you would trust me with your soul I do advise against it I definitely advise against it nobody's gonna take care of you better than you and you know you put you put something so valuable in somebody else's hands they will always let you down but the gesture and the words are beautiful and I and I and I take them with beauty <laughs> and love <laughs> love you <laughs> um, so today um, I've been asking myself the last couple of days since since my little moment of vulnerability of, of being a little lost which is fine you know I love I love that pain I love it. It is beautiful. I like to do it. I like to feel it. But uh, again, after Becca's conversation, I'm just kind of reframing my mind again, just kind of remember what it is that's going on. I, I've been asking myself, what is it that I get to do today, right? Not what I have to do, because again, it's, it's that mentality. I was like, what do I get to do today? And, uh, you know, it's, it's bringing me back to just a grateful mindset of, of like, wow, I have a lot of cool shit that I, I get to do, that I can do, right? And I can choose to do it or not choose to do it. And then again, just not pressuring myself to, to do anything. It just it allows it to come much more naturally. So today, um, I, so, okay. I, I, I told you I, I go through backstage.com. It's like a yearly membership thing to just find acting jobs, voiceover jobs, music jobs, also like podcasting things. That's how you can get on like Adult Swim or MTV or anything like that, right? You just create a profile and you apply, right? It's not, it's not rocket science. Um, but uh, so I apply, uh, so I, I signed up for something to just to, to, to do an audition. And it was just a beautiful group of people. And I met one individual, which I mean, they're all beautiful, but I got a chance to spend more time with one individual. And she she's done musicals. She's also like, a, you know, she she sings very well. She played like Whitney Houston in, in one musical and she could sing like her, too. Oh, my gosh. Like it was spectacular and she's from the uk and i was like you're like hitting all of my buttons right now like mm, i love the uk so much and the british accent ugh, anytime anytime um and just so so just just talking to her and just really getting infatuated with with everything that she is i was like listen have you ever thought about doing you know like music like music music She's like, well, I maybe wanted to, but I've never had the in. And I'm like, oh, you haven't. Pull out my guitar. Do, 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 do. <laughs> now you have it. <laughs> so um, I sent her the the hope song that I that I that I just did produced released. Um, and I was like, well, let's see if you can do um, like some harmonies. And she knocked it out of the park. She said, you know, I sent it to for just an audition just to see what she would do. And she just knocked it out of the park. I was like, listen, can I pay you? And can I publish this? And, you know, I'll put, put you into the royalties and everything. Make sure it's 50-50 so you can be, like, in the business already. And um, and just, you know, kind of get the ball rolling. She's like, fuck, yeah. I was like, well, shit, yeah, then. All right, let's fucking do this. So she sent me just a few vocal lines for the song. And, dude, they're spectacular. They're spectacular. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play with it today and you know kind of create a final mix with that harmony and um, yeah publish that as well. Uh, hope song, man, it's that hope song. Getting that hope out into the world. So I, I think it's very pretty. As well as um, the guy who commissioned me to write the Hope song. He wants me to do like a live concert and he's going to promote it and all that stuff. And um, 
You pay me, obviously. So I was like, sweet. Uh, so things are things are moving along, and again, I I needed to shift the mindset, which I'm still working on it, and I'm looking forward to my 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 fast to kind of help me um, move beyond that. But yeah, to shift the mindset of this is what I get to do because I've been stuck in a mindset of just like, you know. <laughs> so just shifting it and just seeing the opportunities as the blessings that they are, it's um, it's beautiful. Also, before I go, a quick side note about fasting that I didn't mention. Once you do get done with fasting, especially like, you know, three days or more, uh, it's it's wise to um, gauge your intake, right? At least for the first day, right? So instead of just going back to normal, uh, to eat light, because, you know, your stomach shrinks and um, you don't want to hurt yourself in any way and make sure your digestion is easier than 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 even normal because again you're giving it a break and all that stuff so just stick to just you know healthy fats like avocados um water obviously maybe like um bone broth you know things like that things are very simple and then you can start to reintroduce food which this is also a very good way to uh, find out if you're how you're feeling with different foods is just slowly reintroduce them. Um, I know for a while, like I wasn't eating any dairy because I was having an adverse reaction to it. Um, energetically, like via my energy and uh, just how my body was responding. And you can find how you respond to different foods. So then you can kind of narrow down what kind of diet is beneficial for you because everybody, literally everybody is different. Um, so it's a good way to just kind of say, hey, I wonder what... I would feel like if I didn't eat XYZ for two weeks, you know, usually it takes what, 21 days to start a new habit, but you know, you can, you can avoid or pick up a different diet for, for a week or two and just see how it affects you. Two weeks is definitely the best just to, just to allow your body to acclimate to it. Um, I think that's what I did for a couple of years to just really play around with a whole bunch of diets to see what was best for me. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good way to just kind of, to see, you know, start fresh. How will this affect me? Oh, interesting. Experimentation, yo. Um, subject size or subject group size one. The only one that matters. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening to me talk about stuff. Thanks for sharing about your cool things, interesting things. Uh, I'm glad that you are make, making headway. Um, the spiritual world can be heavy and scary. And I mean, even myself, I, I had to walk away from it for a while because it is heavy. There's a lot. <laughs> um, but, you know... It, there's no there's no judgment if you if you need to just you know if you need to walk away because what was it most most people that experience like a spiritual awakening or just any like deep spiritual um sensation as much as it changed their lives they never want to feel it again because it is it can be traumatic, you know, it's, it, it shakes you to your core, like what is real, right? People don't like to feel that way. And, you know, it takes work to be there. So um, I remember after my first encounter, you know, I, I had to walk away for a while. And I was like, that's it. Like, because at that time, it got to a point where like, you know, synchronicities, numbers, signs, things are just talking to me, man. And again, I'm sure you understand when I say talking, I don't mean like words, but they were they're much more expressive than just that um, than that superficial meaning, right? And once I got back to the States after that whole time, uh, I, I was like, stop it, stop it, looking away, I don't even want to see it. And eventually just, it did go away, because I mean, if you don't want to see it, you won't see it. Uh, but again more recently than not i've decided that i do need to go back there and just kind of uh explore a little bit more and you know 
I'm going there. I'm going there. I'm moving toward it. And uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. We'll be where we will be. We'll go where we need to go. We do what we need to do. And it's all right. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Love you. Hey, I uh, woke up in the middle of the night. I had a bad dream. Um, but I may have discovered some things from said dream. So the dream, I don't even remember that well. I know I was in some place and um, I was the girl who I interviewed last night. I don't know if she was there, but there's something about her was there, the girl from the cults. And then there was these like really scary guys. I don't know. I don't know what it was about them that made them so scary and they were associated with these paintings and I had two paintings and one of them was really big uh, not really big but it was like I don't know three by four feet and then another one was one and a half feet by three feet or something oh by the way yes please bring those paintings whenever I see you I would love that um, but yeah, and then I were walking down the stairs where I was, and I was, I don't know, it was somewhere I've been before, and, uh, and I remember putting the paintings, like, beside this chair along the wall, and I didn't realize that my mom and brother were there, and my mom was like, oh, I see, and I looked over, and I saw my brother. My brother was in like this living room area and my mom was on this computer. Anyways, it doesn't really matter too much. The only part of the dream that was actually very interesting is in my dream I decided that I was going to plug you like uh, like Sean did with the sponsorship but not charge you, which of course sounds very much like something that I would do. But I remember that and then I woke up. And then the first thing I did, and it felt very, really, it felt very spiritual. Like, um, like spiritually <sighs> dangerous. I don't know. It felt very, it felt like whatever had happened was like spiritually bad. I don't know how to explain it better than that. Um, one of these days I'll get into the spiritual side of things as far as my experiences and stuff goes. Like, um, like I've had issues with that. What is that called? Like sleep paralysis, lots of issues with dreams, um, as well as like, I don't know how better to describe it than like, um, spiritual attacks. I don't really know. And it sounds so silly, but anyways, so I've had issues with that kind of stuff and, uh, and so when I woke up, that's what it felt like. He was like, I felt unsafe spiritually. Like something was gonna, like maybe it was a premonition or I don't know. But I was having this, this feeling, this uncomfortable feeling. And so I wake up and the first thing I do is I put on my pants because I don't sleep with pants on. I put on my pants and I put on my sweater and I went outside and I smoked a cigarette. And as I'm smoking the cigarette, I think I might have had an epiphany. I don't know, but it felt like it. And that epiphany that I think I might have had was that I think that I don't think that I smoke. Like maybe it's partly because of holding on to pain. But I think it's holding on to the physical realm. Like, like I really loved what you said. I guess it was yesterday, earlier today, I don't know. About connecting to the divine and, and the, you know, like the twin flame and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm very spiritually, naturally. But I think, I think I'm afraid of that stuff. Um, because of some of the stuff that's gone on and just because it's so ethereal, <laughs> you know? Um, 
And I, th I think a big part of the reason I smoke is to keep that door closed. Or at least keep it somewhat closed, like uh, dummy it, you know? Like, like stop it from, from opening too wide, you know? Like poison my physical body in order to keep the portal to other worlds, realms, whatever, um, realities from opening too wide and like swallowing me whole, which of course isn't really too much of a risk in real life, <laughs> but I think I'm afraid of it anyways. Um, like I don't know how to protect myself, and I mean I came inside and I grabbed my amethyst wand and I picked up Oscar and sat down with him and remembered what I used to do, which is I would pet him with the amethyst, right? So I hold it like this and then I pet him and, and then he always, he's always very calm when I do that. And it calms me, um, amethyst is very calming stone. Um, but it's interesting to be sure. Um, I think maybe I've discovered something. I don't really know what to do with this information. I, I don't really know. I, right now it's just information. Um, interesting information. And I think that, I think that that'll help me let go of the cigarettes because it's interesting and it feels it feels very I don't know how to explain it like you know when you have this like these epiphanies and then it feels like you can't catch your breath like I was standing out there and I could feel like heart palpitations like my heart was going really really fast and and like I said the dream was weird because like I wasn't even in danger in the dream I had just like discovered something about these paintings something about these men that were there really big men Maybe they were demons. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, I don't even know if I believe in demons in, like, the traditional sense. Like I said, I don't necessarily believe in evil, even. So I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, Andre. But, like I said, what I think I discovered about myself. And, and it makes so much sense to me. I don't know. Tell me if this makes sense to you. But... Um, oh, and now I'm zoomed in. How do I zoom out? Um, but it makes sense to me that, that the issues that I have with my physical body are like some convoluted coping mechanism way to tame my spiritual self. Contain, maybe even is a better word. Contain my spiritual self. Um... Anyways, I just thought that maybe you'd think that's as interesting as me, and I want to make sure I don't forget, so I wanted to make sure that I, like, put it somewhere I could trust, which would be you. You are who and where I trust, which is also interesting. Um, I'm so fucking grateful for you, dude. so weird because I know that like it's probably objectively quote unquote foolish but I trust you so very very much I mean I feel like I would just trust you with anything you know like just my whole soul that's wild Anyways, anyways, I just love you, and I appreciate you listening. I, fuck, since I said it in Messenger, I'll say it here. Yeah, so I was creeping your fucking Russian profile thing. Damn it, it's so cool to watch you speak Russian, and all I could think was like, oh, I wish I could understand him. 
I wish I knew what he was saying. Ah, but I'm still working on the damn alphabet. <laughs> I'm still working on the damn alphabet. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's all. Um, I mean, my plan... The plan for quitting smoking was kind of like, okay, so I was going to take the week after next off and, um, you know, go see my dad and my nephew and my brother, um, get the masticating juicer and then come home and do some meditation, try and do the fasting and try and quit smoking. I was going to do that all at once, <sighs> but I keep feeling like feeling like the quitting smoking is going to happen before then, which is fine. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the sooner the better. From a health standpoint, from a life standpoint, that's better. And I keep thinking, oh, are you ready? And it's like, are you, uh, I don't know if you're ever ready. And like my therapist, um, he said, you know, he, he's like, when you're still in your late 20s, which I'm not, I am in my fucking 30s because I'm 30. But he goes, when you're in your late 20s, a lot of times people with severe traumatic pasts and, what did he call it, adverse childhood experiences and PTSD, um, which my diagnosis, I think I've probably told you that, PTSD. Um, but, anyways, <clears throat> he said, uh, oftentimes smoking isn't even an addiction, it's a coping mechanism. Well, that would make sense. And he said, you know, the difference is that, like, you can walk away from it while you're still young. And I, I believe him. Um, and yeah, it's been on my mind a lot. And uh, so it's looking like maybe I'm going to try again <laughs> sooner. Um, but this, yeah, this might be a breakthrough. I don't know. Or maybe it's just nonsense that I'm thinking about at 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, I don't know. Anyways, please share your thoughts. Please share your thoughts with me. I don't even know what that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, alright. Anyways, I'm gonna do some stretches and try and go back to sleep because it's definitely too early for me to get up and I definitely want to try and fix that fucking audio I don't know if I told you but my audio from last night is fucked so I gotta try and fix that because it's like it's an amazing interview with this incredible woman so anyways okay love you bye oh you're here I uh I don't, <laughs> I don't know how sane what I was saying last night was. <laughs> hey, okay, so I don't have a ton of time. I've got a, a interview in 26 minutes here. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so the reason I was in the, I don't know, room or whatever you call it, was because I was listening back. So I was like, oh, you said some wacky stuff. Um, and, yeah, so when I said I trust you with my soul, I tend to be extra extra when I am half asleep so like I mean I'm sure you've noticed I'm already such a hyperbolic type of person so yeah that just <laughs> that just gets I don't know hyperbolized um that just gets m more <laughs> when I'm half awake so yes I agree I don't <laughs> Oh, that's so dramatic. I'm so, I think that's so funny that that's what I said. Um, anyways, yeah. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah. Um, I'm going to try and uh, touch base a little bit later. And yes, thank you for the advice on the food stuffs. I was actually already kind of thinking that. I don't know if I'm going to go keto I don't know if I'm going to go keto after or if I'm just going to like the only thing with keto is like I don't want to have to think that much about my food and like you have to like have a certain percentage of fat and all that kind of stuff and I just don't know if I'm I don't want to think that much I would rather just make sure I get my nutrients so like I really like the idea of the juicing 
and then like probably just eat, you know, juicing with the MCT oil and then probably just eat, you know, a couple of eggs and probably that would be, probably that would be fine. I don't really know. As usual, no plan. I just got my first ever speeding ticket. Um, I'm usually such like an old lady when I drive, oh, but I've had a very arduous day and I was just, I was, um, I was on my phone, but legally, um, on my phone, on my Bluetooth, uh, talking to my brother and his phone cut out and I got distracted and, um, yeah, so now I just got my first ever ticket and, uh, actually I got two tickets, but I have to dispute one. Um, I'm very excited to rest and I don't know. I mean, I figure the point of this podcast is to be vulnerable. So... I think that it's valuable to come here when I feel the most vulnerable um, and shitty. Uh, and I know it'll pass and it's good and I need to feel it. Um, but yeah, so this is, I think, just for the value of not letting it turn into something, you know, that I feel ashamed of or whatever. Um, I've had a long day. I'm excited to sleep and I'm excited for Reiki tomorrow and I hope we can do the live tomorrow. I hope we can make that work. Um, yeah, I'm frazzled. I'm frazzled. So I'm gonna take a nice long shower, <clears throat> take a nice long shower and go to bed. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to take too much of your time. I just want to pop in and talk about the things that I do wrong, I guess. Because I was speeding and I, I don't normally speed. I'm, I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated right now with myself. And I'm frustrated that police officer decided to walk into the middle of the road in front of my car and scare the shit out of me. Um... And yeah, yeah, I'm feeling overwhelmed and grateful, <laughs> grateful that I have good breaks. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, you know, just feeling my emotions and then <sighs> let them go, let them go, learn from them and let them go. Um, yeah, I hope you're doing good. Uh, yeah. Hope you're good. I really appreciate all your help with the OBS thing and um and oh I really love that song. I really like I really like the added vocals. Um yeah, anyways. <sighs> Time to rest. You can't see me because I'm outside. I'm not crying anymore. I'm very stressed out though. Um but it's good. It's very good. Because I'm going to use this time, I'm going to use this experience um, to really just shake me out of what I've been doing. I think I've just been going so hard that I just, well, I've known for a little while that it's like, you know, I'm, I'm losing, losing my maintenance. I don't know, self-maintenance. I, I mean, it's not self-care or self-love, but just like the little things. So I'm going to... I mean, I already want to take some time off in a week, um, at like, you know, a little while, I don't know. Um, cause I've got, I've got enough interviews lined up, but I think over the next week before that, um, when I actually have the opportunity to, and I'm not going to do the whole no social media thing like you are, but just no more interviews and less social media, um, yeah, I think in the meantime, it's just like, I just have to buckle down and make, like, I, fuck, this is such a wake-up call. Like, I mean, nothing happened, you know? Like, nobody got hurt, and I was, I mean, I was speeding, but I wasn't doing anything illegal. I mean, I'm not, that, that's such a fucking cop-out, though. Illegal or not, like, I don't normally talk on my phone when I'm driving, even though it's legal. It's perfectly legal. I have the setup but I know that's such a cop out like what's legal is not always moral and what's moral is not always legal and I know that and it's very 
it's very eye-opening I mean especially because today I've just kind of been struggling with the like like a lot of people thinking that you know I'm a really good person and I think I, I think I'm an okay person I just kind of try to struggle to reconcile just all the changes that have happened in the last year and a half and all of that and it just it's all like it's all happened very very quickly everything that's gone on has happened very very quickly and it's and it's good but I just need to make sure that I give myself enough space and time to process like what I needed to process like the time and space I needed to process before is going to be different than the time and space I need to process some like bigger things you know like it needs to be proportionate and I I know that and I'm just gonna I'm gonna make sure that I'm taking that as seriously as possible because I'll be damned man that that was quite the wake-up call and sorry if this is like heavy or anything <laughs> I don't know what is it the last couple of days of just crying a lot um that happens though I get that just I think it's just like I said just overwhelmed just not being able to give myself proportion enough space for the time or for the just the changes that are happening like they're they all feel pretty big <laughs> so uh yeah so just an update um definitely realize that that was a bad decision or a, a harmful decision one that I won't be making again and definitely definitely also realize that this is this is the perfect opportunity this big emotion that I'm feeling is the perfect opportunity to move forward so anyways anyways <laughs> um yeah hope all is well with you uh, whatever you're up to probably making beautiful music or you said you might go for a bike ride with your sister I mean I hope you got to um I know you're you're kind of feeling the crunch too on your side you were saying um you know so um yeah anyways yeah I hope we can you know I already said that I hope we can do the live um tomorrow or Sunday or whenever works not too concerned um just gotta take, take a step back maybe I should listen to some of my fucking podcast episodes because people keep messaging me telling me how helpful they are <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> maybe I should listen to them or some Ram Das. I have some other friends that have started talking about Ram Das as well um so maybe I should check that out I don't know I gotta make some time to do some reading do some intake input um instead of just constantly output <sighs> gotta gotta nurture myself um a little bit I don't know better better doesn't I don't I don't think that I've done a bad job I think that it's come out of ignorance not realizing really or not fully realizing so um, recalibrate. That's what I want to do. I want to recalibrate. Anyhow, I'm just kind of rambling. More talking to myself than you, I think, at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I'm done. I promise. Bye.